right? No, it didn't. Absolutely so, not. Hold on, hold on. Why is it let, 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 let him answer. Let him answer. Damn, is, 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 it, is it shutting off? Uh, no, no, we can no, hear you no, now. Did going. you hear my question? No, keep going. I heard you. So here's the thing. Let's follow chronology. Let's go into the timeline. So we know that the Sumerians, this is what me and Zion Lex argument was about. So I'm going to answer your question because you got a point, Chief X, but I want to answer your question. I debated Zion Lex on this about civilization between the now Egypt and um, Sumeria. Here's the thing, or Mesopotamia. The Sumerians spoke a language isolated that was not Afro-Asiatic. It wasn't Afro-Asiatic. They had a language isolate, right? So here's the thing, let's follow Afro-Asiatic in the layers. So according to linguistic, you are correct. They don't know if Proto-Afro-Asiatic developed in the Levant, somewhere in between pre-Israeli area or with the Natufians, or if it developed in Ethiopia near Eritrea, the oldest phase of Afro-Asiatic, not Semitic, not Egyptian Medonetta. But when you start getting into the genetics to help add on to it, it gives you an idea of where this language family comes from. Now, according to genetics, biologically, the Natufians were 27% North African, 6.8% Omotic. Now, remember I said earlier, Omotic language is closest to Proto-Afro-Asiatic. It's older than Cushitic, and it's older than a lot of layers of it because the Cushitic language within Afro-Asiatic is based off pastoralism. The Egyptian language is based off agriculture, that layer of it, even, even the Amazigh language. Now, when we start following Mesopotamia, right, the Mesopotamian's oldest Semitic stratum is the Akkadian language. And the Akkadian's predecessor comes from the Levant, they're split. They have a Semitic branch of Afro-Asiatic. So now we have to find out what, if the, what group of Mesopotamians came in, because they did come in, because the Nubian A group was distinct from the Nubian C group. They cross them through that Red Sea area. And that's what the Bija, or the, what we call the Bija today, is a result of, even though the Bija today have a late addition of Arab components in them, but even before those Arab components come in, primarily the Bronze Age Eurasians come in, later in addition, they had an earlier Eurasian component in them for a long time. So again, when we talk about Sudan, as I was trying to say earlier, there was not one group of people in Sudan. So the Nubian A group, have close ties to that pre-Proto-Neolithic A, B, and C group that was in the Levant Corridor. You can see the customs. So when you start talking about the Nakata, the Nakata had different stratum that was influenced from people from the idea model of Mesopotamia. Now we know that in the Northern part of Iraq, they spoke a Semitic language that was different in the Southern part of Iraq, which was the land of Ur. So when we start finding out the root of the Semitic stratum of Afro-Asiatic, where did Semitic develop? We have Ugaritic, we have Akkadian, and what did that develop? That should develop in between the Levant. Now, according to that gun, that book that the brother brought up yesterday, Guns, Germs, and Steel, proto-Semitic, right. not Afro-Asiatic, but proto-Semitic developed in between the Fayim area new, new, through Egypt. But we have to also remember, a lot of those people are already back-migrated from people that crossed from near East a long time ago. So even if some languages developed Thank in Egypt, you. it doesn't mean that they were... They, even though some languages developed in Egypt, it doesn't mean that the pop, they still didn't have some ties with populations that back migrated in a long time ago, even before those layers of language families start to split. So that's why it gets murky, because they're looking at the biology, the genetics in one angle, the archaeology in one angle, and the customs and trade in one angle. So this is why they don't know where Proto-Afro-Asiatic split from. Did it develop near the Red Sea in Ethiopia 16,000 years ago, or did it develop with the Natufians around 15 to 11,000 years ago? 
But either, regardless, we right, know that. So when I was reading that article, when I was reading that article, the audience didn't understand. They was all confused. Yeah, yeah, you got to Yeah, we got to be able to explain both arguments because, again, wherever Afroasiatic developed from, whether it developed near, it's, it's it's multiple arguments. Christopher Eric pushes Ethiopia or Red Sea. <laughs> Roger Blinch pushes the Chadic area. And some people are pushing the Natufian area for where it's split in between the Levant. But when you start following the genetics, the Natufians do have a, a signature tie and affinity to earlier toxins, North Africans in some layer. But again, those North Africans were still distinct from people that were the sub-equatorial yeah, Africans. So Corey, Corey may have missed it, but what Ankh and Reggie tried to do was tie in the language coming from Nubians. Yeah, but see, that's the that's thing about tried to do. that's the thing about Sudan. Nubia didn't have one link. That area that we call Sudan or Nubia did not have Sudan is a late addition, Bilal El Sudan, that was given to the area from the Edith because of their dark skin and familiarity to Bilal, the slave that because they were black skinned. That's one mm -hmm. thing. They never called Egypt that. Before that, Nubia is a vague term. Nubia only means gold. In some areas, they, they say it may be enslaved, but it doesn't. I don't know, but some people say it means gold. But we do know the pre-pottery, the, the, the Nubian A group and the Nubian B group and C group, they didn't have one language there. Uh, Afro-Asiatic stratum was already yeah, living so. in mm -hmm. So y'all get it? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Afro-Asiatic was already slinging around. So just because it comes through Sudan, these people wasn't homogenous in Sudan. Even in the Sahara, they wasn't. Right, right. And that's just kind of question I was trying to get out because it was like, you know, even like like we was talking about the population that left that Sahara, right? It's not like they left Sahara and then in con come in contact with other people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Either, either right, we don't know war, whatever, how it happened, or you know what I'm saying, but we know that they were there. You know what I'm saying? And you can't just dismiss it the, the folks were there, like they didn't blend in or mix in with that 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 component that's still remaining and dealing with all that back migrate back back, uh, back migratory flow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was yeah. like, the farming is important because, you know, farming develops in, in, in what is it, lower Egypt, which is the, the north first, and then filters downward, right? And that's why, and then when you get the cattle, I was looking at the cattle that get that, that came there, right? They used to first think that the cattle was domesticated in Africa, but they just did a genetic study now. And yeah, some, some of the cattle come from the, they were breeding. If some of it come from the Middle East, they also had a component of some of those oxes having ties with some of the population that came through Southern Europe. But they also found some of the oxes or some of the cattle from Europe that come from North Africa. So these people had a cultural exchange for a long time. Right, right. So, and, you, so, and you can't leave that out of the conversation because it's very important. And, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was, they was kind of cutting all that off. So I was like, I was just getting frustrated. So I said, let me just let them have this bill and then I'll come back on later. Yeah, so 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 the pre-Saharic population who was dealing with farming 10,000 years ago, even in the Tukians, they wasn't a complete settlement method of farming. They just dealt with grain a little bit in the sense of preserving food going backwards and forth because of the eco changes that was going on in those lands. But then the Anatolian farmers and Iranian farmers, you got to think about the sheep that they domesticated first. Right, right, first, right, right. Some of this shit was introduced into Africa in exchange because again, when they, when you start dealing with agriculture, you're dealing with a market. And when the market comes trade, within trade, you have merchants. Merchants are going backwards and forth because they're building the economy economically based on commerce. This is what we have to understand of what's going on in between North Africa and the Levant. People in the Congo and people South, we didn't really have a, a need for that at the time. Now, our early Fulani brothers and sisters who were pastoralists from Dakla Oasis 
always stayed near the Sahil. They were part of those pastoralist cults. One of the oldest deities that they venerated was Jinnah. Yeah, so that's a whole other situation. Yeah, because when you look at that damn painting, when when, that, when you see that sheep there, that's a that's a clue. That's a yeah, telltale sign. Because you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know where that sheep come, where you know where that domestication of that sheep happens from. So you know either, yeah. either direct or indirect. It's it's a it's the flow there. It's a connection that's going on right there. It's near east. I wanted yeah. Thunder to show. Right. I wanted Thunder to show a reconstruction of Ibero Merusian. And then when I you look at the Ibero, right no, I'm talking about the face. Go to images of it. I don't see it, Thunder. I saw. He went. To, he oh, going okay. to the genetics. Go hey, to the Jay. image of it. You still, you still tell me that 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 Egypt was the first culture, bro? Said what? First civilization, Egypt. It gets murky, thunder. He said, he said, uh, what he said? Why are you phrasing? He's like old boy said, a uh, major. Ain't no, no right. Well, when you, if you, they are a part of the first civilization. If you want to um, see. What I don't think the people are understanding is you got somebody else telling your story. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So they on. they mean by, by by inserting certain words out into the history, you'll never um understand what's going on. So but you need the image. You have certain yeah, yeah, yeah. things that that no matter the people they're not gonna be able to get away from, such as um where the where the gods come from. All of the gods come from Nubia. Why would why would a culture um gods come from a certain hey, place if that, 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 that I don't know about that, that bro? Go to that yes, they do. All, that, all of their gods are Asar, Aset, Heru, Set, Nephet, they've already Jonathan them and um um brother Nedudeb who can read the language there, they've already sourced that. But, I don't know if Kansu had, had, had watched their presentation, but they've already sourced it. That's where the, the gods say they come from. You so, can't surround that. So why would somebody, when, when, when you yeah, ask where the from Abraham come from, they have a specific place where they say their gods come from. So go, you see that second picture right there the, the, with the brown skin man that say Abiro Marujan? You see that guy with the long, with the, go, go next to it on the left, on the left, right there. That's a reconstruction of Abiro Marujan. Now, according to the chip one mutation, their hair texture was distinct from people south of the Sahara. So we can't say wavy and straight hair developed outside of the continent because it was unique. But if you go to that image right there, that's Ibero Marujan. That's an early North African. This is 15,000 years ago. Yeah, but that's somebody else imposing what they say. Because you, you, got, you, got, you, got, you, got you got them saying that Egyptians is European. See, this no, is what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I, 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 so now, now, if you go further down, if you go, that, that reconstruction is old. They had to remodify that. The one right there, that, that comes from like 1980-something. Now go down to that woman right there. You see that woman? That's a later Ibero Marusian right there. Right there. Go up, go up, go up, go up. Her right, no, go down a little bit. The woman, there you go. Her right there. That's a later Ibero Marusian. And if you look at the Sahawi Amazik in North Africa, they still got that feature. You know what I'm saying? They still got that feature. Mm -hmm. And they live in between like Mauritania and they live in between southern Algier. They're called the Sahawi. You can see them. So it's like, 
you know, I wouldn't say that these people, they are North African. It belong that that belongs to them. And again, if we accept evolution in science, we gotta accept the differences and the changes in Africa. Everybody okay. not walking around here looking like Wesley Snipes. That's a okay. So when you look at all the artifacts that these people left in Gozi, mm-hmm. you saying that they left artifacts that look like that? When I look at I'm the just artifacts, talking about the, so you 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 when I the right you can reject it, but we use the science of reconstruction. Right? Yeah, so, so so when I look at the artifacts of the Egyptians, me personally, I see people in Luxor. I see people in Thebes. I don't see. Congolese type Africans. I don't see overall Nilotic people. When you look at the ginger mummy, when you look at Ramesses II, when you look at um, King hold up, Tum- hold up. But you But you do understand that at the time that this, this, this civilization is being, um, it's in Nubia. It's not even in Egypt. But but even in even in Sudan, they wasn't one group of people there. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, if you look at the okay, modern so people. How do you, how do you, how does do, do tribalism work? Does tribalism work by, um, you know, a like group um, coming together? Because they sure didn't have a problem differentiating themselves from the Nubians. But now it seems like they don't. It's a problem but, when they but, differentiate. But, differentiate. Hold up. It's a problem with them differentiating themselves from the people in the north. I don't the, understand no. how we can just be great when we do it to the Nubians. And the when they differentiate themselves from the north, it's a problem. Here's the thing though, my brother, the people in Sudan, Anubia wasn't the same of what we call Anubia. Again, there was an old war that occurred in northern Sudan 13,000 years ago. It's called the Jebel Sahaba grave. And the morphology between certain groups were already different. They labeled one group Ethio, I mean, um, Afro-Libertine European, overall Ethio-Somali-like, which is what the Bija look like. And then you had another group of people that had more of a nilotic feature. They had a long glacial, uh, a long glacial face, elongated skull. So there was already differences going on in Sudan. Sudan, again, this is just a meeting ground for different groups of people. It was also a cross, a cross zone for human beings to go in and out. This is what the Nubian complexes is about that was found in Arabia. Human beings have been going in and out of there. So what so I'm saying you is, saying, so you saying the Nubians and the Egyptians didn't differentiate, differentiate themselves from each one? Uh, no, no, they they did, but this is what I'm saying. Okay, here's the thing: well, if we follow the phylogenetic tree that I showed you yesterday, right, the EM78 or the EB68, right, that shit split in between northern Sudan, right, and it goes north. One group goes north, another group stays near the northern cuff of northern Sudan. Those populations that came from southern Sudan who mangled up north later. Is a whole nother group of people. These are when the night looks come in. A lot of those earlier layers were Afroasiatic speakers. Them dudes that come from South later, that's a whole nother layer of people. So what I'm saying is, is that the reason- no, hold on, hold on. How do they become a whole nother layer of people later on? But these people not, in the North don't become a whole nother layer of people later no, on. No, this, this is what I'm trying to say. So listen to me, my brother. So if some of those people from the North of Sudan go into upper Egypt, they're meeting up with people that's also back migrating or already back migrating. So what I'm saying is, is that even though, so for example, when those Sahirids, Paleo Sahirids go after the desertification, go from the Sahara, cross to Libya, and end up in the, the, the Northwestern corridor in between Northern Sudan and Upper Egypt, crossing through Aswan, they're bringing that EM78 up there. But as they bring the EM78 up there, you have the Chalcolithic culture from the Levant already mingling in into that portion. 
Now, okay, now listen to this. So as they come in and they already forming a unique cluster because they already had a genetic continuity already for thousands of years that's been going on in between North Africa. Now the Nilotes who reached reach that bridge later when they start playing with Napata Playa, dealing with astronomy, because we're not gonna act like they didn't contribute anything. They start to reach those pieces pieces later. Now, according to, uh, what's that guy named? Something Cooper, if I'm not mistaken. The dental analysis that was found near the Pataplaya showed that they were two distinct groups. And they said the closest population that was used to represent them is the Maasai, the Maasai people of Kenya. Now, we know the Maasai people of Kenya are hybrids in between Nilotes and Cushitic people. So what I'm saying is, is that those later Nilotic people who come from the further south, they start to pierce northern Sudan later. Now, when they pierce northern Sudan, there's already a distinction between groups of people there. And a lot of those earlier people that was in Northern Sudan already crossed into the upper areas of Egypt and they're already crossing all the way up towards that Delta with populations who was already similar that split thousands of years ago. So there was already distinction between okay, a lot of people. Okay, check this out and go, let, let me ask you this. Okay, mm -hmm. we, um, America, right? The indigenous yeah. people of this, of this land uh -huh. It once once upon a time was it void of Europeans? It was Native Americans, but Native Americans. No, I'm just hold on. I'm just asking you a question. Was it void of Europeans? Was it no Absolutely. European DNA? Was it no European DNA in the, in the United States, or or very mm -hmm. little? To, yeah. to no. Okay. Uh -huh. Now, what 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 would you say the percentage of of America right now is European? Most of the country, most of America is highly European. They dominated over here. Okay, so if we took we if we if we just did some DNA now, you would say that Europeans have been here the whole goddamn time. Yeah, you got to use that argument, man. What? You can't use that no, argument. No, 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 Hold on. We finna, no, no, we don't no, use this argument no, because no, this no, is bad. No, 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 no. I want to answer this question. The new world is different than now. Right? Oh no, we're not gonna. No, do that. no, no, no. I'm done, bro. No, I'm no, I'm like, no, that's that's not gonna be valid for me. No, no, I'm you, can't, like, no, you can't do that, bro. No, 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 no. You you gonna you gonna say thousands of years no, no, this I'm can't to, happen? Bro, this happened. This happened within a four hundred year period in America. Listen, listen, bro. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm trying to add on to what you're saying so you can get a a model. Even if you disagree, that's fine. I'm not mad at you, my brother. You got a right to your opinion. And I may be wrong. I'm fine with that. I think scientifically, theories can come and go until we can put scientific methodology to it. But I want to just go back in time, right? So the population in early America, we got to think about how these people that crossed through Northeast Asia came to the Americas and the population size of these people. There was a lot of vacant land in America. People don't realize that America was a big ass mass. You probably had more land. Okay, now imagine, imagine so, no, no, five thousand. No, 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 hold up, hold up, but imagine what the population was five thousand years ago. How you getting like thousand now? Like, come on, man, keep your temper and chill. No, 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 hold up. We got to be honest no, it's here. Not, it's We're talking about three, four hundred years ago. What was let the population five thousand no, years ago? No, let them build, bro. I'm, I'm trying to let me finish though, bro, and then you can go. Cause it's, it's okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm just want to be building. Let me just say this. So we talk about the population side and we have to also talk about uh, the findings, right? So when we talk about the population size of the Native American community that was in America, plus in a new world of homo sapiens over here, we have to look at it was more populations of, 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 of more land or environment than homo sapiens, period. When you talk about the Nile Valley, which is a transcontinental country, the population size of people was always kind of pretty high. We're talking about a country that's in between the Near East or the Middle East 
and in between, not that far from the Mediterranean, and in between some quarters of Africa. So the problem. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. Then we have to get into the fossil findings and the DNA of the population size, right? So we look at these Ibero Marusians. We look at the Aterian culture. We look at Naflat Contra skull. They're finding Eurasian components in these areas that's been there consistently for over 30,000 years. Now, when it comes to the Native American component, because this area was isolated for a long time, it was vacant, they have a, a genetic continuity that's always going to range between P and Q and mitochondrial DNA, B and A. This, the New World was completely vacant and absent from most people's mind. The Vikings came over here, but when they came, they went through Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Later on, before the Mediterranean Spaniards and Portuguese came here, you know what I'm saying? The Indians fucked them up. Was one part of the area had to dip out. Yeah, yeah, they had to dip out. But when we talk about the Nile Valley, which is a, which is a transcontinental country, we ain't talking about a place like America that's been isolated and the Homo sapiens sapien population ain't even been here that long. The earliest native population they're postulating they only probably been here the oldest right now based on certain findings is probably twenty three thousand years. Or the earliest, maybe 30,000. But in Montana, the, the, the most they do is 30,000, I believe, right now. The yeah, most is 30,000. Yeah, 30,000. Compared to findings in the Nile Valley, we're talking about the Tyrian culture. We're talking okay, about. Okay, the, so, okay, now. 150,000 in North Africa. So. Let me ask the question. So, ahead, the Nile River is how long? It's like 4,000 miles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The United States is only 2,000 miles across, bro. I mean, we're the not. United we, States. You talk about this. We talk about North America. So no, we're like, talking about square miles right here, right now. Africa is a very fast country, a bad, no, very we, fast um, country. But we, talk, but we got to talk about how the New World was vacant compared to the Nile Valley, with people in and exiting in and out. The okay, so what was the population when Norma, Norma um, of Egypt, when Norma took um, um, uh, when when Norma took reign? And um, um, unified the two lands. What would the population mean? I mean, I mean, I, mean, I can't. Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be. No, I'm, being, I'm gonna be honest. I'm postulating, so I, I can't. I can't prove it, but I'm sure at that time the population probably was because people have doubled since then. So the population size when Norma took over Egypt at that time probably was how much? How much? How many people in the population of Egypt now? Let, let me. I can get a model off that. How many people in the, uh, the population of Egypt now? What? How much? By what? 200 million? How many people? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Let me look it ask up. you another hold question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's what look it up the like territory? How on, far did, did Norma, when he, when he unified the two lands, did he go mm -hmm. all the way to the Levant? Did he go all the way to the Delta? Or was uh, what was the unification territory when he unified the two lands? Did he when unified he, all the way to the Delta? Yeah, he unified the semi-Tawi stretch between um, certain parts of Upper Egypt, the tip of Aswan or Katin, all the way up towards the Delta or what we know as the Delta. And in those areas, those people were already mixed up. They were already mixed up with a lot of Near Eastern genetic signatures that's been up again for over 30,000 years. So even when Norman unified the land, the niggas was already hybrids up there. They were already mixed up. He could have been mixed himself. But see, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't think he, I don't think when he unified the two lands, it went that far. We don't know that. I mean, based off he might he might have just kept it with off and what 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 the um normal people do when they do it within tribalism within this well, own group well, of people. Well, 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 you're just making up your own little theory that we can't. No, because most that's how tribalism works. You 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 don't you don't you're not gonna you're not going to um say that the Arab people that that um are outside are you. 
You're not mm -hmm. going to do that in any type of just how that's how tribalism works. You don't do it like that. But but it makes Even, sense. Though. They did the same thing to the Nubians. The Nubians started to have a different look. They and they they differentiate. But it the, makes sense. But it based makes on, based on them having a darker pigmentation or whatever they You can't do you can't say that but about on, the south and then not say it about the north. Hold on, listen, listen, bro. But it makes sense that when Norma unified the land, semi-Tawi, that he took control of that delta because if he took control of the delta, he got ties with the Levant. And if he got ties with the Levant, he had control of the ports that was going from the Oxen River where he got Lapis Azuli from. So if we base things off archaeology, when he unified the land based off discoveries that were there, he had the unified all the way up to the delta because it gave them imported, um, um, imported sources, I mean, elements that was from the Near East a long time ago that came through the delta. So Semitawi had to stretch in between Upper Egypt and all the way up towards that delta, which gives you ties with the Near East because that was already a, that was already a transmigratory route for Near that East. That would be great if you could show that because I'm not sure if that's what happened. I don't see I mean, how you see, you see, the, the problem is there's, there's this school of thought that the Mesopotamian was earlier than um, the Egyptian one. No, no, listen, I'm not this talking about where Chief about X is that. coming from. No, no, listen. A lot of people you, don't you, understand. You late, you late, you late We don't move past Mesopotamia. Who the first yeah, of us is move past? Listen, let me just say this. You can also go look up Mesopotamian and Egyptian ties or Egyptian connection. It's a whole, it's a wiki article and other articles. Which show the citation numbers on this showed you to the real articles. You can see Near Eastern ties in pre-dynastic Egypt. This okay, now. so what's what's your stance? I mean, what's my stance? My stance which, is which was first? Which civilization was first? Oh well, well when I argue with Zion Lex, I'm I'm pushing um, ancient Egypt. You know, in the sense of a civilization. I mean, that's that, just, that, that, that's that's for me, that doesn't. Well, why is that only with you? Listen, though, Wazza. But just because ancient Egypt was first don't mean that they were, oh, they were black. I'm not saying that they still was mixed up even when they. See, that's my problem right there. That you say that. <laughs> no, nah, say not they were black. That. That's not. <laughs> I say they were black. There's no two ways about it. I no, say no, they black. No, no. Because <laughs> okay, but see, that's just when you pull, but when you pull up the most, when you pull up the actual artifacts of what the people said they looked like, and I mean, those like, people do not buy in a, on a percentage scale. Just mm -hmm. like me and Chief X just said that Texas and California was 60 to, and I would say 70 to 80% black at the time. Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. we look around right now and I'll be mm -hmm. honest, we are not the majority. The Hispanic population has taken over. And I They've can give you a very ways to how they did this. But what okay. I'm saying is when you can when you can look in the modern history and see mm -hmm. something, they came back, right? The, the Hispanics came back. back. I don't see do, how do you agree with that? note that Often so, ancient history. So, so just because you can draw a correlation with someone else doesn't mean it's proof to happen let me, anywhere. Let me let me let me give him a better political Hispanics came back. Hold on, no, no, no. Let me give him a better answer. When I, I let, let me because the black thing can get blurry. Uh, I, we know what it's uh, the ancient Egyptians, even in ancient times, were not congoid, they were not Yoruba looking, they no, were they not were, looking, they were not they were not Nilo. So even if they had... Oh, they were Nilo. That, that, that's what my contention is. Hold on, hold on. No, a Nilotic component element was there, but we cannot disregard the, the consistent phenotype and morphology that they had when you start looking at pre-dynastic mummies. So what I'm saying is... is that, but that's, uh, that's genetic. So you're talking about isolative... No, no, no. Hold on. Listen, let me finish. We're talking about skulls too, bro. 
when we look at the morphology of the pre-dynastic Egyptians, right? I'm saying, even if they were, see, we look at the art, and my brother's talking about the art. Yes, it shows brown-skinned man, a dark-skinned man. But again, that's not enough to say that those brown-skinned, a dark-skinned man. Hold on, hold on. Because my brother's Magi and um, brother um, um, Ned and Neb, they went and looked into the language. And, and now Ned and Neb supposed, supposed this. But then, and that's where because you they both can read the language, Brother so, Jonathan, today, you might need to go look at what he did. He, he went and, and, and verified what that the no, people no. said that they came from Nubia. Hold on, hold on. And, and the, the depiction of art comes later. Once the Listen, their writing and their language, and this is You're talking about Lucasship now. No, listen, their language family was Afroasiatic. Now, yes, Magi do know how to read the language, but what me and Red, um, a lot of the brothers disagree with, you know, is the language family. So you have Nedoneb who says that Afroasiatic doesn't exist. Yes, they know how to read it, but they go against the general consensus and say that Afroasiatic doesn't exist. My brother Magi got his own stance on that. But yeah, they know how to read it. But when it comes to the consensus of what that language family was, they don't agree. That's not even a part of what no, 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 I'm saying. Is, is they listen read to what he's saying, though. Listen to what he's saying. They read an actual inscription that says that that the goddess Nub, I mean, a set was a was a Nubian goddess, and also True. that True. also that the the god Asar was a okay. Nubian goddess. So I'm, what I'm, I'm saying is, when I'm, someone, I don't, I don't say, yeah, Pan African desire. How can you confirm it? No, this Go is over to um Medinam's no, no, channel. I don't read it. I, I can't. I can't I, confirm. Hold on, hold on. Listen, oh, though. Okay, so now everybody on here. Everybody, hold on. Everybody on here. Let's get our own conclusion, right? If we look up Osiris and where he come from, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with. I set mates. Listen again. Even in Sudan, you had two language families that were there. Again, the Sudanese had two distinct groups that were there, or multiple groups that were there for a long time. So even if Iset or Aishit or Aisit comes from Sudan, at what time period? Because a lot of these deities' stories change, they've been misplaced. So she still could have came from a stratum of Sudan. See, now you're gonna do so now, watch this. You did that with the language. You can change it with the language, but you can't change it with the people. No, I'm I'm not no, I'm a, no, the people, this is what I'm saying, bro. Consistent changes again, North Africa don't have rested genes. They have been going through population turnovers and bottlenecks and intermingling through sexual selection for over 30,000 years. So what I'm trying to say is, based off fossils, based off DNA, archaeology, ties, what I'm saying is that even in Sudan with the Nubian A group, if something did come from Sudan before an idea model of the Marotic dynasty or the Nubian dynasty that we know, these people were still distinct from one another. They were not the same. I can show you depictions of Nubian Egyptians who were Egyptianized, bringing the Egyptian pharaoh, other groups of Nubians as slaves. So even the Sudanese wasn't, all these people wasn't looking at each other like, oh, you're my fellow Nubian brother. There was no pan black African power in Sudan because some Egyptians, especially the Magi, I'm sorry, the Magi of Nubia were police military for the Egyptians, especially when the Egyptians expanded their empire and took over territory, just like Puerto Rico is part of the United States now and Hawaii is part of the United States now, even though they have a set population that's there. So what I'm saying is, is that 
you got to be cautious with what's being said. Now, I want people to look up the origin of Osiris, and you'll find out a Wasir or Asar, he don't come from no, no Sudan at all. He's an agricultural deity, and actually, he was inserted in, probably, you start to see his name, probably only in the beginning of the fifth dynasty. He don't come from no Sudan. That's, that's, that, that, that's postulation, what people are saying. We all do with postulation, but based on my research, he don't come from there. He could have came from some stocks through an early pre-Libyan phase or a deity called Thetan. According to Gonta Dreyer, Thetan, that was in the early Levant that they rejected throughout later on. But that's another so story. Hold on, hold on. So you mean to tell me when mm -hmm. Norma has the white crown, what time period is that? Okay, when Norma unified up in Lower Egypt, that's 5,300 years ago. Again, even oh, in Norma... The, 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 so you're saying that when he has that white crown, Mm -hmm. He had the crown before Asar had. Okay, yeah, when, when Norman, you know, we don't, first of all, a lot of things have been changed. The Horus crown. No, I'm just a, asking the question. You're saying yeah. that Norman had the white crown of of, 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 North, of Upper Egypt before uh -huh. Asar had it. That's what you're saying. Asar, they put that on Asar later. Look, okay. let's look at I'm going to chill on tonight. I'm, I'm going to do some research. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I, I need to see that for myself. I just go to the beat the butt to uh, come back and fight. Come that, that, that's that's I've never heard anything. Yeah, great. Yeah, so here's the thing, Ken. that don't even make sense. Hold on, like, look, look, in, in look, the chronology. Look, listen, let's look it up now. Let's look up Osiris and let's look up when was he inserted or when did he develop in Egypt and what components did these Egyptians give this character later? So Something so, so you saying so so this is so you saying that what so so where did they get the crown from? Uh, now the oh, thing is, oh, no, so so where did they get the crown from? They got the crown you know, from somewhere else. Well, the earliest phase of dynastic Egypt, because again, even when you look at Narmer's palette, that deity that you see on there with the horns, that's not Heheru, that's Bat. That's an old pre-dynastic Egyptian deity. So those crowns predate the storyline of the model of Osiris that you have. They inserted that later. Horus is actually very old in Egypt. Then. The Osiris story. They were remodifying a lot of these stories, bro, through time. If you really follow the chronology of these deities. So we don't, you and look, King, don't base this off what I say. I want you to do the research yourself. And you know, I don't want you to base it off what they saying either. I want you to have your own conclusion. Yeah, that's what I said I was gonna do. Yeah. So how does this so look? It's getting late. It's getting late, so yeah, I don't want to wrap it up. Hey, but in those of you, uh, we definitely can't touch you to do that show. And I kind of want you and uh Gala on because uh I'm reading that Christopher Airy work and shit, mm -hmm. and shit. I'll be able to clear some of the uh, some of the muddy park and shit because I got some questions and shit I want to ask and shit. Well, I, I would say this, I, I would say this, King, before y'all split that gun. Still, that's a good book. We don't throw that out. It's just that some things have been discovered and added on. So we're not gonna say that that book is wrong. A lot of shit has just been discovered and it's been added on, and we have to you know take it all in. So we can all rock it out, King. Whenever you guys finish. And, and we yeah. can get it in the brothers. Right, right. Because the reason I got that book, because, you know, it's really, like, it's hard to find books like that, that that's extremely detailed. Right, especially when it comes yeah. to agriculture. That nigga goes in depth to a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and the, 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 all the, in one place like that. And the conclusion of the book is the problems of what the industrial industry and agriculture have done to society. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. it doesn't right. make it a book, man. So that's what, that's... I mean, this shit just fucked up the world. <laughs> right, because even some of the, some of, like, some of the, the scientists, they'll say, like, they think, like, the worst shit that ever happened to human civilization is goddamn uh, agriculture. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they think this shit could be the end of us. Like for real, for I mean, real. It could, it could, because the more, the more shit we have to domesticate, more ecosystems, the more, the more things are depleted because we have to feed this industrial industry that fathoms the world. But if Homo right. sapiens was still eating off old customs, like for example, the paleo diet or the whole thirty diet, the hunter gatherers diet is way more healthier. The niggas that depend on grains all motherfucking day, you know, said right, substitute right. foods. <laughs> right. right. What was the Natufian niggas? The one that was starving out in the Natufians? No, no, the Natufians were the first to play with agriculture. Them niggas were starving when they first go on top. Right. 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 And, and I can and that speaks to the history because of how, um, because it got away from that. You know, hunter gatherer got that very diverse diet. Once you start farming, now you you ain't getting that diversity in the beginning and shit. You start, you start developing leaky gut. You start right. developing poor posture. You got to be you got to be cautious of all the carbohydrates that you take in, which prepares for diabetes, high starch intake, all types of shit. So when you start dealing with agriculture and depending on substitute foods and not depending on proper vegetables and lean meats, you have a lot of issues that comes in between because you're dependent on those types of food. Then we got the genetically modified organisms. And human beings have been genetically modifying organisms for thousands of years. We got all types of shit going on. So that leaves way for more abnormal cell development to start to form. And when too many abnormal cell developments start to form, that means it forms into a collection of diseases. And biologically, a collection of diseases forms into cancer when abnormal cells start to divide uncontrollably, destroying cell tissues and their organs. So we all fucked up because of this shit. Right, I got a, I got a book on that shit too. Because you know, basically we still got hunter-gatherer bodies and we constructing a goddamn artificial environment. That's why we got like, Shit pop like diabetes and heart disease, like shit hunter gathers don't even get, they rarely get. Yeah, and then, we, and then because we come from, with shoulder, we don't come from Egypt. Our diets from Western Central Africa didn't consist of all the grain and shit and all that shit. Them niggas in the Mediterranean, if you look at them Egyptians, them niggas got gynecomastia. They be skinny with titties and shit sometimes. Then they got the fucking pop belly and shit. They lactate, <laughs> LCT gene, the lactate, niggas in Western, we got fast twitch muscles. We're very distinct from that shit. So when you got the African-American trying to eat a high grain diet and not eating the proper foods that we used to eat, this is why a lot of us have bad conditions that we have now. We, we have to eat based off our environment. A lot of us don't have that lactate consistent gene. The average African-American drinks the motherfucking milk. He got either diarrhea or his fucking stomach bloated. You feel right, me? Right, right. Right. Nigga, nigga be good for that early years. As soon as you start hitting about them teens, getting up in the twenties, that shit starts shutting down. No, yeah. so, so we go build. We go build on that some more, man. Shit's good building okay. with you, though. All right, Ken.